right, this is episode 16 of the Homestead Shop Talk with just two of us today. So Al texted us earlier today and he's not feeling good. He's feeling a little bit under the weather. So me and Ben decided to still do the podcast this week and it's just going to be me and him. So hopefully, uh, well, I know, you know, he'll get better uh, this week and uh, Al will join us back up uh, next week. Yeah, feel better, Al. Yeah, Al, feel better. And so since it's just me and Ben, uh, two guys from California who left, we figured we'd uh, do the topic on the culture shock of moving out of California. (laughs) It should be fun. I know. I think both of us get this question quite a bit. Um, So we're going to dive into that a little bit later. But first, we're going to talk about our week. You want right. to go ahead first? Yeah, I, I can go first because uh, uh, it's pretty short, actually. So if you listened to last week's episode, um, you'll know my mother-in-law came out to visit and she uh, she stayed with us for a week. So I spent a lot of the week just sitting in here in my chair in the living room, just talking and hanging out. We didn't really, you know, go do touristy stuff. It was just a visit. Um, it, me and Meg sitting talking about it. I don't think we have spent that much time with her mom in probably a decade. Like it's been a long time since we hung, hung around Meg's mom like that. Um, so, you know, we, uh, got caught up on, on stuff. We, uh, we talked about everything there was to talk about. Um, and it was good. It was good. It was real nice getting to see her. Um, like I said, it's, it's been a long time since we, you know, I had that kind of quality time. Usually, like the last time we saw her, she came out because Meg's grandpa, he knew he was going to pass away. And so he, he had it in his head. He wanted to come see us one last time. Um, he wanted to meet Buggy. Um, and so he pretty much said, no, you're taking me out to Ben and Meg's. I want to, I want to see their place now. I want to see the baby. And so they put him on a plane and flew him out here. And, um, given the circumstances, nice. uh, you know, Meg's mom was a little bit stressed that trip, but this trip was a lot better. This trip was, it was nice. Um, other than that, business as usual, we are shutting down the garden. We are ready to head into fall. Um, I will say I got my lift kit for my golf cart and I installed my lift kit. Uh, that thing's beast now. I can <laughs> nice. climb all sorts of stuff. It, uh, I think what's funny, I, I put monster the lift truck. kit on. Yeah, it's like a little baby monster truck. Uh, I can climb over stuff easier, and I've got ground clearance, so I'm not worried about high centering the thing. But now it's up so high, I'm worried about rolling it on the hills. So, I don't know, I guess I guess uh, oh. can't, can't have it both ways. Can't have ground clearance and stability. So, that's all good. Uh, I like it. The ground yeah. clearance is really what I wanted. So... Yeah, other than that, that's not a whole lot to report. Kind of a, a chill week. Had our first frost this past couple of days, this past weekend. And I, I got up, I think that was Sunday morning, yeah. and looked out. And there's frost on the uh, the roof of the farmhouse. And I was like, oh, we got our first frost. Woohoo! It's it's about a week early. Yeah, it felt like Christmas. Yeah. It felt like Christmas <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> almost <laughs> well I, th- I think there's something you said you know when family comes out you know after not seeing them for a while like we feel the same way too like there's almost you feel like there's more 
I don't know what it, maybe because you haven't seen them for a long time, there's more quality time and you're just like kind of just in the moment as before, maybe like for us, I think maybe kind of take it for granted that, you know, mom just lived on the next street and now it's not like that anymore. Yep. So I think it's kind of neat when we do get together in that way. But So this week we butchered our turkeys. We butchered six turkeys, uh, our white turkeys and... Compared comparing the white turkeys and now these are just the Cornish cross of turkeys to our last year's turkeys, which were heritage breed turkeys. You're talking. I had to look at my old video that I did so I could compare the 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 pounds. But like our most the biggest one that we did that we just did was 19 pounds. Ooh, big boy! And last year, yeah, last year the biggest turkey was. I think it was 15. No, no, no. Yeah, I think it was like 13 pounds. Um, but on average, the rest of them were like eight. <laughs> wow. So so definitely the white turkeys were a lot bigger. And we butchered them about the same many weeks. Which, I, you know, we knew that was going to happen. Yeah. It's just interesting to, to, to compare that. Now that you've done both... Is there a difference in feed consumption versus the heritage breed, or do they just eat eat like a pig? Well, I think the white ones do eat a lot more because those are the Cornish cross of turkeys. Yeah. So you know Cornish, you know Cornish crosses, they eat a ton. Uh, the heritage ones, they I notice they graze a little bit more. Like they'll almost they'll go after the bugs. Like even though we still have some heritage ones right now. I noticed when I move the coop and I feed them at the same time, they're not eating a feed right away. They're going after the bugs because mm. uh, we have a lot of crickets. And so they're like really quick. They'll go after that and then they'll go into the feed. But with the other ones, they'll go straight to the feed, the white ones, and eat the feed first and then go after the bugs. So they really are so, like the Cornish cross. You know, I... I yeah, they're just a fast growing bird, you know. So definitely feed they feed they eat a lot more. That's why we wanted to butcher them right now because I was like, we should butcher them. <laughs> well, I did do. I haven't put this video out yet, but I might put it out by the time this our podcast goes out. But I went to do a. Uh, I went to visit another farm, a local farm that I did a video on. Um, you know, sometimes. I like to go out uh, and visit another farm and just do a video, kind of like a farm tour kind of video. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, just to kind of change things up for me and just to maybe promote another farm that's local. Usually they're local and um, just to kind of talk about what they're doing. So pretty cool stuff that this guy's doing. He's pasture raised. I, I found it interesting that this, farm they just started out but they're doing all organic feed for all their animals uh which is pretty rare i think yeah um for a it's farm expensive. when you're you know selling stuff yeah so i thought that was pretty interesting um so hopefully uh i'm gonna put out that video this week all right, let's just get into the topic <laughs> of being a, a culture shock or not, uh, leaving California. And 
I mean, I think what you can imagine, yeah, in in many ways, I think it was. So I have, I, I don't know. I go back and forth. Um, I've we've had quite a lot of people uh, ask that question. It's like, so was it culture shock? And <sighs> yes and no. Uh, there's like two sides to that. So when I explain to people where we're from, um, you know, we were from Kern County, a uh, very conservative county. Um, rednecks come from Kern County. I mean, it, it just, I got to say it like it is like, uh, I'm pretty sure the lifted truck was invented in our hometown. Like, it's just, that's how it was. Like we had the. <laughs> We had the, the, what was it, a third mile dirt track, uh, race track, the Oki Bowls, what they called it. I mean, it was just like coming out here, I realized that I grew up in the most southern type town, I think, is, it is in all of California. Um, in a weird way, where we live now, honestly, it feels like I went back in time. It feels like I, it feels like I'm living in the nineties out here. Um, so culture shock maybe, but I like it. Like life is so much slower out here. Uh, people are, people aren't as concerned with the fast life out here. Um, now mind you, like there is, there is the hustle going on out here, just like anywhere. Um, people got to work to, to eat. And that's, that's the same way anywhere you go. Um, but yeah, as far as, culture shock i don't know I, I i tell you know close closer friends it's it's like you know what being out here reminds me of when i was a kid growing up um i feel like i went back in time to like the 90s or something like that like you know there's some things that are like the 90s but then there's some things that are you know very modern very you know kind of what we left uh but yeah, generally we really, really enjoy it out here because it's a slower paced life. We kind of have the country life where we're at, uh, and it's it's definitely different than city life. I don't know. There's so much with that. It's like culture shock. I don't know. Um, we completely changed. Yeah, it's what not we necessarily were doing. a bad like we, thing. I'm not, you know. Yeah, yeah. I had people before we left tell me that we're gonna hate it because it was so slow. Like it's so much slower Same thing, way yeah. of living, slower paced. And they're like, oh, you're going to hate it. You're not going to like it because you're used to fast paced. And I guess at first it was a little like, I mean, it's still like that. I feel like people are like slower talking, you know, like they're kind of on their own, own time, uh, which I guess we're kind of used to now. But sometimes I'm like. Uh, you know, I'm trying to get something done or I want to be fast about something and it's just not going to happen that way. I'm, I'm with you there. Um, there have been some things that, you know, it just takes forever because for one, um, there's a lot of, how to say this? Like I've, I've made a lot of friends out here and I don't want to like say something to insult any of my friends, but there's like, because it's a slower way of life out here. Uh, there's been some, some places I've gone like different mechanic shops and stuff like that. And they're just not in a hurry. They're, you know, they, they're not worried about 
getting stuff done super, super quick. And it's, you know, nothing against them. It's just, that's just the way they've always done it. It's the way their dad did it. And that's the way they're doing it. So I don't know that, that I guess would have, yeah. I'd classify that as culture shock. Um, but at the same time, it's cool. You know, I've, I have made friends with, you know, people in every industry I've interacted with because people are just, they'll sit and talk to you. Like you can sit and talk for half an hour, an hour with like when I went and picked up, you know, the truck from the mechanic last year and I sat and talked to him for an hour. You know, he wanted to know about, you know, what are we doing from California? Why did we move here? And you know, all that, all that good stuff. You just didn't get that in California. It was like, you know, here's your stuff. Get, get on, go and get. Yeah. That's yeah. That's like, I, I sold, um, Last year, I sold our one of our lawnmowers, and the guy that I met, he was like born and raised in the area, and we ended up out there talking for like two hours. <laughs> you know, he he did buy the lawnmower, but we were talking for two hours. Come to find out, he's like a mechanic and he has his own shop, and he's just like, you know, come to you know, he knows about what we're doing, and I know about him now. Now we exchange numbers. You know, I've even I've I've texted him since then. So, I mean, that that was pretty cool. Like, he was just like, yeah. hey, text me if you have any questions about the area, you know? So I thought that was pretty neat. Um, the one thing that I did notice moving out here, you know, now we've been here seven years, um, was the Southern hospitality. It's uh, a thing, for sure. That was kind of, oh, yeah. Like, having neighbors that, like, even our old place... The first 10 minutes, we pulled up to our, our new place. This is when we very first, in 20, 2016, when we first moved. The minute we pulled up to our driveway, come, you know, we just came from California. Five minutes, five, 10 minutes, we haven't even barely got out of the car. And our neighbor comes up right behind me. <laughs> I didn't know she was my neighbor at the time. I thought, who is this lady? Like... I didn't know who this lady was. Like she like flew and like pulled up right behind me. And I was like, Oh no, here we go. You know, like who, who, who's this? Someone's going to start trouble, you know? And, uh, but she's like, she's like, Hey, I'm just your neighbor. I was like, I just, I just saw you pull up and I just want to say hi. Like, I know you guys just bought this place. That's cool. And I just want to introduce myself. And I'm like, she, so like prior we hadn't moved, you know, the place was sitting there for like six months before we actually moved in. So she was like, I'm, I'm the, I'm the, I've been looking at your place. You know, I make sure like nobody was messing with it, you know, cause I knew, you know, I know you, somebody had bought it, you know? So I was like, wow, that's amazing. That's cool. You know? That's really cool. And then like when we moved to our new place, like our neighbors, the first night we stayed here, they brought us like a four course meal like homemade like southern meal with sweet tea <laughs> like they just brought it over we didn't never really met them they just were like hey we made a dinner for you guys you know like that's, that's really cool those that's are good amazing. neighbors yeah. yeah we've been blessed with 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 good neighbors um and that was a concern for us you know moving to a new place of like who who's gonna be who's gonna be our neighbors and hopefully they're cool and they're not the only ones I mean they're you know everyone's just so helpful and welcoming. Um, did have you ever felt like 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 an outsider? Not welcome? Yeah, like 
like, oh, you're from California. What are you doing here? You know, like, you're not supposed to be here. You know, you know what? Not a once uh, coming, coming to the South. Uh, it has been nothing but just true Southern hospitality. People have always made us feel welcome, made me feel welcome. You know, I will say, you know, sorry, Idaho, but Idaho is the only place I ever got treated badly for being from California. Uh, I think that's why we decided not to move, <laughs> move to Idaho. Uh, out here, oh, man. man, out here, people are so kind. People are still, I mean, just like decent human beings. Like it, it's, I think that was, you know what? It's funny. I haven't really told this story on YouTube, but when we were, we were coming through North Carolina, we were still on our road trip and we had went out to visit, uh, uh, the fit farmer. Uh, we went and we had dinner with them, Mike and Lacey. Um, and we left and on the way back, you know, I, I think we were staying, we were staying about an hour away. And so we had a little bit of a drive. And so we're driving through, you know, city, don't know the area. Well, I had a headlight that went out and I got pulled over and you know, all I ever knew at that point was my interactions I had had, you know, one or two or three times with uh, California Highway Patrol. Well, this guy was a highway patrol for the state, state trooper, I think is what they call him out here. This guy was the nicest guy. He, you know, same thing. He's like, hey, you from California? I was like, yeah. You know, what are you doing out here? Like, well, we're kind of on vacation. We're thinking about, <laughs> we're thinking about moving. And it was just like the most awesome interaction. And it just, it left such a good impression. It was like, man, I got, maybe I'll meet a few more cops out here, but if that's how the cops are out here, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. Yeah. Like I, I literally thought about that when we were deciding on which state and I was like, well, I know the cops in North Carolina are pretty cool. So yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a funny story. Yeah. No, for sure. Like, yeah, I've never felt, I'm the same way. Like everybody's been so welcoming. And, and as far as like the transition of moving out here, that had made it so much easier. Yeah. I know what you mean. And that's, you know, you worry about that stuff, you know, cause you hear stories of like, oh, they don't like, they're not going to like Californians. I've never, I've never experienced that at all. Like everyone's yeah. been so welcoming and nice and incredible. Like it's amazing. Or they, they wave hi to you, you know, driving down the road. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and anywhere you go, people are waving at you you get the, the country, you know, couple fingers over the steering wheel. It's like, did you know them? No, but they waved. So I waved back. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I'm the I'm the weird one because I'm like, what? Why are they waving at me? What's wrong? You know. <laughs> I've had to change how I drive. Like I have to make sure I keep one hand on the top of the steering wheel. So if someone waves at me, I can wave back, and I'm they're not gonna think I'm a jerk. <laughs> yeah, it's like you got to be ready with the wave. Yep. You got to be already ready, like up. <laughs> I guess another I don't know if culture shock. I think the weather. I don't think we were ex we we were. I think the weather is just not what we expect. I mean, I guess it, we knew it had the four seasons, but as far as like how really was it, you know, um, 
I feel like the clothes that we had with us weren't cold, cold for the cold, <laughs> yeah. you know, like they weren't, we weren't ready for that. Even though we don't get that much, we don't, you know, it's not like Minnesota, but for us, it, it got, it was oh, cold. Yeah. You Coming know? from Southern California to out here where you have four seasons, man, like our first winter here, it was brutal. Like it didn't matter. We had to go buy clothes because these wimpy California cold clothes that we had, they just weren't cutting it. <laughs> yeah. That's so like, this is, no. this is like real cold compared to Southern California. You know, I, I can't change it. I, know, I, I got still... that. I got that California blood in me. Yeah. I still had clothes that I, you know, would like my jacket that I wore to the office, you know, <laughs> that, that was not going to cut it anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. That's, uh, on the weather, like, man. When I think one of the things that helped me decide was when we came through and we were still trying to decide, um, talking to Justin Rhodes, he was like, you know, this is a temperate rainforest. It rains a lot here. And it was all I could think was threaten me with a good time. Like it only rains just for like just a couple months here and there in California. Like, you mean it rains all summer? I think that that has been the hardest thing to get used to is it rains in the summertime. That was such a, that's like a mind blowing yeah. experience. You know, it's miserable, hot, and it's just like, oh yeah, it's summertime. It's miserable, hot in the summertime. And then it clouds up and you have a thunderstorm and it's 70 degrees the rest of the day. It's like, where are we? Like, I didn't know a place like this existed. Yeah. It, it might as well be in the Amazon forest we live, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I better quit talking so good about North Carolina. There's going to be a whole lot of Californians that are going to want to move out here. I know. I know. We're probably not helping that at all. <laughs> but let me, let me ask you this. How do you feel now that you've been here for, you know, quite a few years, how do you feel thinking like a local? How do you think about Californians moving here? It's not like we could be like, nah, I don't like Californians moving out here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, well, wait a minute. I'm I'm from California. Uh, I think the big thing is like, you know, don't, that you hear, as long as you guys don't bring your laws over here, you know, yep. trying yep. to make make this state into where you just left. Yep. And I agree with that. Yep. You, you know, I mean, I agree with that. So as long as people are cool, man. Don't don't do what you guys are doing to Texas. Don't move out here and start changing everything. Just come out here and enjoy the way it is. Yeah, exactly. I have met a lot of people from Los Angeles out here, uh, especially in the Asheville area. Because, I mean, Asheville is like a different world compared to anywhere else in North Carolina. Yeah, that's the truth. And I, it's almost like a a tiny Los Angeles. And I think so, that's what draws, I mean, that what drew us there. Yep. Uh, I think the, the same thing that drew us, like Asheville got our attention, uh, not for the weirdness part, but like the food scene, like you could find some really amazing food up yeah. in Asheville. Um, but honestly, the way I would describe Asheville is kind of like San Francisco, like, a 
amazing yep. food scene. Like you can find any, like if you have any dietary restrictions, you can find a place that caters to you. Um, but at the same time, I think Asheville was just too weird for us. You know, we were, we are suited to the small town life. I like the small town, you know, it's, it's calm, it's quiet. Uh, but you are right. Asheville is totally different from the rest of the state. You know, the one thing that I noticed was just the diversity in people as you go more rural. As far as, I know you mentioned where you were at in Kern, but like from where I was, I was about an hour outside of L.A. And there was just so many diversity there, you know? Yeah. All People from all ethnicities. Um, it was, I mean, that's just, that's, part, that's the, way, the way it is. Yeah, melting uh, pot. Coming out here. There's less of that. Yeah. And that's, I think, what makes, you know, the area great, the area good, like the area awesome where I grew up at. Um, but when you come out here, there's le- a lot less of that. And like you mentioned, the food, as you go more rural, there's a lot, lot less of the diversity in food. Yeah. And I guess that was kind of a culture shock, I would say the people and the food as you went more rural? I would say if I had one regret about leaving California, it would be that I still have yet to find really good Mexican food. Like we had all of our favorite spots in town, you know, out at, back in California. Yeah. And coming out here, like I can't find that like authentic Southern California cuisine that I grew up on and love. So that, you know, maybe, yeah, it's, I can deal with it. We've gotten really good at making our own tacos now. Um, you know, especially doing what we're doing. Oh yeah. You know, we, uh, save a pig head and the tongue and all that. And we're making lingua tacos and cabeza tacos. And we're having to <laughs> explain to people what it is. You can't beat that. Yeah. You can't beat it. Like it's, it's been, if you can't find it, make it. And we've gotten pretty good at making the things that we can't find anymore. Do you ever feel at home where you're at? Like this is home? We've actually talked about that. Um, yeah, I I do feel that I'm home. Um, it's uh, various conversations I've had with people. Um, a lot of people can't understand that uh, like we moved out here and we're on our own. Um we left all of our family back in California, like every single one of them. And, you know, one by one, as they come and visit, they all say the same thing. Like they understand why we did it and they understand what we have out here. Um, but you know, I'm, I guess I, I'm old school. Uh, I believe that like when you, you know, you get married, like you should be somewhat on your own. And I don't mean isolated. I don't mean, you know, an Island, but, cutting out a lot of the noise has actually made, you know, our home life a lot better. Um, you know, I, I thought it would be hard cause it's like, I don't know anybody out here. You know, are people even going to accept me? Cause you know, I'm from California or whatever. And people have been so welcoming to us out here. People have been so kind with that Southern hospitality that just the friends that we've made, the relationships we've made, it's like we have family. It's like we're home. We are home. And honestly, it's, 
you know, I tell people, it's like, they're like, you know, how do you like it? And it's like, I'd do it again. I would do it again. And the people that we've made friends with have just let me know that that decision was the right decision because I honestly, I have better friends now than I've ever had in my entire life. And, you know, I, I thought I was leaving all my friends and I've, I've made more friends. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a journey. That's for sure. It's definitely been a journey for me. You know, I think Lorraine's different. I think if you ask her, I think she does feel at home, but for me, I don't know. I don't think I've ever, I still don't feel like home. You don't feel like, like for me, I feel like it's just, uh, it does and it doesn't. I, I I don't know. I feel like I've just been on a long vacation. Mm. You know, like almost yeah. like I'm just passing through still. Like eventually I'm going to go somewhere else. You know, I, as much I, as I love it here. I, I understand here. that. Like I completely understand that. And I don't know what that is. I don't know. I don't picture myself ever. I don't know. I don't know if I ever will say, you know what? I feel like home now. I feel like this is it. You know, I don't know if I'll ever feel that way. And maybe it's because I enjoy what I'm doing. So that feels like a vacation. Like that feels weird that we're making a living doing what we're doing. Yeah. No, I, I completely understand that. Um, when we first got here, there's a couple of conversations I had with some people, um, you know, various friends that I didn't realize how much of my self-worth I had tied up in a job title and coming out here and we're doing what we've always wanted to do. And I, I would say probably for the first two years we were here, me and Meg would talk and it was like, do you feel like someone's going to come in and tell us we can't do this anymore? And she, yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know, something, someone's going to come in and be like, all right, gigs up back to, back to work, you know, back to the, yeah. the nine to five times up. Quit, yeah. Quit playing. Yep. Quit playing. Playtime's over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's funny because I felt that's the way I felt like the good like three or four years when we first moved out here. It was like I thought I was kind of paranoid about it, where I thought somebody was going to pull up up to our driveway and be like, "Hey, what are you doing? Like, you can't do this. Like, you guys need to go back. You know, you you can't be here. Like, what are you doing? Like, you can't just." leave your job out here and you're by yourself and doing what you're doing. You know, I really, I mean, it was like a real scary feeling. Like it wasn't like, yep. like a thought. It was like a feeling that I had and I don't feel that way anymore, but you know, and that just me just over time, just, just keep doing what we're doing, you know? And slowly that was just kind of fading away. That thought, but that's funny because I did have that feeling for a long time. And Someone's I wonder come in and say stop. if it's like, yeah. And I wonder if it's like doubt, you know, like kind of doubt, like doubting ourselves of like, are we really doing this? Are we really making a living doing what we're doing? Like what we have accomplished, <laughs> what we really wanted to do, we're actually doing it. Yeah. Yeah, that, it, it, there was a lot of doubt for me, a lot of questioning. Um, like I said, like I, you know, up until recently, 
I still told people I was a machinist just because that was my do- job title. Like that was what I did. And you know, I, it, it kind of sounds weird. It's like, what do you do? I make YouTube videos and put them on the internet. Like it just sounds yeah. cheesy. Like, yeah. like it doesn't sound like a real thing. And <laughs> here it is. It's like, okay, so I, I, I haven't been employed by an employer since 2018 the end of 2017 like it's a really weird place to find myself yeah i know i mean it's so something that i don't want to take for granted you yes. know yes that know what you we're, mean. we're doing what what we you know and that's what that that doubt i think can come in and and sometimes and just say hey what am i doing like we shouldn't be doing this you know but i think we have to just keep pushing i kind of said something earlier about like the the one regret uh do you have any regrets uh leaving california like it could be anything it could be like what i said you know uh, not being able to find good tacos out here you know do you have any regrets no i don't have regrets i mean i I guess early on i didn't realize how hard it would be to work for myself and to be able to pay the bills and that's something that, you know, I just, I kind of took for granted that, Hey, I could just, we're just, you know, I could just go find a job, you know, yeah. Be- doing, I figured I would go back to an office job. So I figured uh, I'll just go find a job. Like how hard is it? I I'm, I'm a person that's willing to work. I'll just find a job. But what I learned quickly is that out here for some reason, good paying jobs are hard to come by. Yep. And if I would have known that, I'm not saying this is a regret, but I think if I would have known that and was more aware of that, I'm almost thinking that we wouldn't even make the move. Mm -hmm. Um, Almost me being naive about it, you know, jumped and did it. And then we, and then we're here already. And I was like, Oh wait, it's so hard to find a job. And I think that's why a lot of people out here work for themselves and they're doing multiple things because the pay is so little out here. Yeah. um, I think that's what I didn't understand. I'm right there with you. Um, We definitely took a leap of faith coming out here. We just, I don't know, like when we, when we decided to move out here, like the plan was, you know, we're going to try to stay out of debt so I don't have to go get a job because we can we can live on nothing. Pretty much. We can live very, very lean. But when I actually started looking for work, I realized where we're at, like I'm commuting an hour to two hours one way in any direction to find work as a machinist. And that was kind of eye opening, like for a little bit, I felt pretty dumb. It was like, what have I done? Like, that means we can't, you know, make this work. Well, the longer we have been making it work, the more it's like, you know what, if I can stay out of a machine shop, unless it's my own, I'm going to, if I can help it. Um, you know, I, I will, I will do a lot of things. I will sell vegetables. I will make odds and ends and sell them. Like I will do anything. Uh, rather than, you know, kind of go back to that life. So, I mean, we're, I think we're getting a little off in the weeds here. We were talking about a 
culture shock, but I guess this all goes with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, work. I mean, yeah. Cause when I first moved out here, this is before we were really doing YouTube. Like I worked at a furniture shop and I was making like eight bucks an hour, Yep. you know, and I was working like 50 hours a week and I did that for like six months. And at a point, certain point I was like, okay, eight bucks an hour. I'm working like 50 hours a week. This is not why we moved out here. And I thought if I can't make at least $8 an hour working for myself, doing what I want to do, then I, then we need to just quit now, you know, yep. then we just need to stop. And that's when I eventually I just quit that job. And I was like, I doubled down on the woodworking side of stuff and started concentrating on making things and going to craft shows. And I was, then I started making that and it was just, you know, it just kind of, opened my eyes of like, wait a minute, I don't want to get back into that routine of finding a job mm -hmm. and going to go work for somebody. And then I would be back at where I was. Yeah. Right where you were before you left. And just that, in that's a... what I didn't want. Yeah. 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 I think, I think right. that's been one of the things, uh, realizing, you know, I don't, I don't want to wind up in the same situation that I was before we left. Um, never home, always gone, always, always working. And, you know, even, even if I had to start working, you know, those 80 hour work weeks that I used to work, if it was here, it would be different because at least then, you know, the kids could come talk to me during the day or, you know, I could have all three meals at home. You know, I'm going to be spending a lot of time in the barn or whatever, but I think it would still be better. Yeah, you're here. You're there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, the cost of living out here is a lot less than California. A that's, lot less. That's what we could say. I mean, yeah. Although it's it's trying it's trying to uh, keep up lately. <laughs> well, um, seeing how much you know, even just raw land is going for, uh, it's it's trying to hold a candle to. Uh, California right now, but I mean, everywhere is expensive. If you uh, are plugged into yeah. anything that's going on with the economy right now, you realize like inflation is out of control. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to really like doom and gloom everything, but I was watching a video and the guy was sharing numbers like with certain numbers, we're actually in a worse spot now uh, than you know, as Americans than we were in the great depression and the numbers he shared, it was like, Whoa, pretty, pretty eye opening. Um, the way debt and wages and everything are just, you know, in a really bad spot. So yeah, it's, it's not just here that's going up. It's the whole country. It's everything. Our money's just not worth what it used to be. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was shocked when we first moved out here gas i still remember this because gas was only a dollar 99 out here <laughs> yep. in 2016 yep i was like whoa look at that i had it you know took a picture of it sent it to my my dad i, I did the same <laughs> now, thing I, you know it's like 350 yeah there there was something i had taken a picture of and you could see there's a gas sign in the background and I sent it to my my dad, and he texts back and he goes, "Where the heck are you? That gas? It was like 
I forget where it was, but yeah, it was like two bucks a gallon. He's like, I haven't seen that since, you know, like the nineties. It's been forever. It's like, yep, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's how it is. And now it's caught up. And now it's caught up. It's catching up, I feel, to, to California prices. <laughs> yeah, from, from what I've heard, it's going to keep going up too. A culture shock does not necessarily mean bad. I mean, I think in the end, I mean, I'm happy being here in the move that we've made. I mean, I, you know, there's no regrets here. As hard as it has been, you know, just finding our way and figuring out what that looks like, man, I would do the same all over again. Amen. I feel the same way. Um, I wish I'd had the courage to do something like this sooner. Um, I had no idea what it would do for me and my family. And yeah, you know, me, like the things that I've been able to like address in my own life since moving here, uh, I just, I, I wish we had done this sooner. Uh, it's been honestly the best thing we've ever done. I've ever done in my life. So yeah, uh, there's your culture shock yeah. is when you realize that the culture you're, you're living in is not beneficial and it's time to change your own culture. We're breaking that mold of how like my family grew up and now our daughters weighed, you know, 10, you know, night and day. Yeah. Yep. And that, that aspect going forward is going to be a whole lot different than how it was. So it sounds like we're, we're oh, both man. on the same page about all that. I don't think we've talked about it too much together prior, but yeah, I think this was a good talk, man. Yeah, this was a good talk. I think we'll end it there. Um, Al, if you're listening or watching, I hope you get better, man. And, uh, I appreciate everybody listening and watching these uh, watching us on YouTube, listening to podcasts, whatever you prefer. Thank you, guys. Uh, we just hit 10,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is pretty cool. Amazing, oh, nice. actually, how quick we, we did it. Um, so thank you. Hope everyone has an awesome week, and we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Feel better, Al, and thanks, everybody. We'll catch you guys later.